This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, July 12, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. How politicians use terms regarding taxation and income says a lot about how they view your income. And according to Chris Edwards, Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, a deeper view of CBO data shows that high earners almost always pay the most taxes. The Congressional Budget Office just came out with a new study looking at who pays the taxes and who earns the income between 2007 and 2009. And of course, 2009 was a deep recession, so tax average taxes paid went down across the board and income, of course, plummeted between 2007 and 2009 because of the recession. And that uh, undergirds all these statistics we're hearing about the new CBO report. Uh, According to the Washington Post, a sharp decline in income, especially among the wealthiest Americans who pay the highest tax rates, played a role. According to the report by the CBO, household income fell 12 percent on average from 2007 to 2009. Income among the top 1 percent of earners decreased by more than a third. That's right. The interesting thing about CBO is the way they view income and taxation as if all the income is distributed from Washington. So the CBO says, for example, that market income is very unevenly distributed, quote unquote, in the United States. Well, as good uh, Hayekian uh, economists, we know that market income isn't really distributed. It is earned in a decentralized fashion in the United States. But that type of sort of top-down thinking, unfortunately, uh, permeates the federal statistical agencies when they talk about income. As if when they say distribution, they mean that it comes from a central source. Exactly. They, they think that income is distributed. So if uh, some group of Americans, like the top 1%, are earning a lot of money and an in a, a Cato Institute view, uh, you know, adding a lot to the economy because of their high earnings, uh, the CBO thinks that somehow that income got distributed to them by the rest of society or by the government, which generally isn't true. The CBO report looks at what are called effective tax rates. In other words, what are the overall average taxes paid by each of five income groups or quintiles in the United States? And the basic data looks like this. For 2009, the top 1% of earners in the United States paid about 29% average tax rate. People in, with middle incomes paid a, about an 11% tax rate. People in the bottom quintile or bottom fifth paid just 1% of all their earnings uh, in federal taxes. So you can see that the federal tax system is extremely skewed toward the top end. People at the top end pay two times or more a higher rate than average Americans. Interestingly, when you go back and look at this CBO data back to the 1980s, the tax rate on most groups, in fact, the bottom four quintiles, the bottom 80% of income earners, has fallen uh, a fair bit over the last few decades. But the average tax rate on the top 20%, the top quintile, and the top 1% have stayed pretty constant at a high level, up above 25%. So despite all the rhetoric you hear from the left, people at the top pay a very high tax rate, which has stayed about the same ever since the 1980s. And all the other groups, the middle and lower earners, 
they've had their average tax rates fall. And marginal rates over that time period have changed uh, quite a bit, haven't they, especially among the top income earners? Right. So marginal tax rates have changed uh, quite a bit. They went down under Reagan, up under Bush number one and Clinton. Uh, but what we're talking about here and what the CBO talks about is average rates. You, you look at total taxes paid divided by total income, and that average rate has stayed high at the top end, and it has fallen for a other groups on the income scale. White House spokeswoman Amy Brundage took credit for the low rates while acknowledging the recession's broader toll. Uh, she said, quote, while the president has fought since day one to cut taxes for the middle class by a total of $3,600 a year, Americans are still fighting to make ends meet, she said by email. That's why the president won't rest until Congress acts to extend the tax rates for the middle class. Well, the, you know, one of the interesting things that's happened during the, the Obama administration is that Obama has cut, quote unquote, a whole bunch of different taxes that aren't really tax cuts. They're increases in welfare payments. So for example, uh, earned income tax claim, earned income tax credits, which are refundable, have gone up. Child tax credits, which are refundable, have gone up. President Obama instituted a new refundable tax credit called the Make Work Pay Credit. These are refundable credits, meaning that people don't actually pay taxes. The federal government, like a regular welfare program, takes money from other taxpayers and gives it to low-income Americans. Uh, that's a welfare program, in my view, not a tax cut. So when President Obama talks about tax cuts, he's often really talking about increases in spending on tax welfare programs. The left often complains that the rich aren't paying their fair share in federal taxes. The new CBO report shows that those sorts of claims are nonsense. The CBO shows for 2009, for example, if you look at all federal taxes paid, income, payroll, gasoline, the whole bit, the top 1% of income earners paid 22% of all federal taxes in the nation. The top quintile or the top 20% group of income earners in the United States paid an astounding 68% of all federal taxes. So the top 20% of earners paid 68% of all federal taxes. Uh, this is astounding. Chris Edwards is Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can subscribe to Cato Audio, a monthly CD and download of the best of Cato at our website, cato.org.